Greetings, my friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's pray before we get started. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, and in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you, my dear friend. This is episode number 70. It was published on Sunday, July 18th, 2021, and is titled, The Time Is. It's found in two scriptures in the book of Revelation. I'll read each one to you. Revelation 1.3, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Also in Revelation 22.10, And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. God bless you, my friend. Again, this is Preacher John. I'm as normal, nervous as can be. I can't figure out what it is when I push that play uh, button. When I'm out there doing the video on the street, I don't get nervous, but whatever it is, sitting here at my little desk recording the show, <laughs> things are different. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And I try to keep to the Sunday prayer letter. The Sunday prayer letter goes out every Sunday morning about 5 o'clock Boulder time. And we use that letter throughout the week as our, what I'm calling a one accord to keep the whole church, generally speaking, on the same scriptures through the week. So if anyone talks to someone else or if we preach together, we're all saying the same thing, working in the same scriptures, same word of God. You know, there's 31,102 scriptures, verses in the King James Bible. So it's it, it would be easy for a group of people to be in many different scriptures and never being in the same scriptures. And if you're reading something in Genesis and another person's reading something in uh, Revelation in the opposite ends of the book, uh, there may be... Uh, two things going on there. But if we're both in Genesis or we're both in Revelation, we will have something in common to talk about. And that was one of the reasons why we use the Sunday prayer letter to stay in common with each other and talking the same talk, uh, walking the same walk. And of course, we all love the same Lord, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Getting back to our letter now, this is uh, episode number 70. The title is The Time Is, and you're listening to the podcast show, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven, with your host, yours truly, Preacher John. Greetings, friend. Welcome to another Sunday prayer letter. Each week, we do all things for that further the kingdom of God. In this work, we sometimes may become weary. Whenever this happens, we must be alert to not allow our weaknesses to override our spirit, which loves God. It's sort of like a storm that blows in, and we simply have to wait out the storm. God is still on the throne, and God is a good God all the time. Let's pray. Dear God, we love you, but you first loved us, and for this we are thankful. Your love has brought us into your kingdom, 
and your love will continue in our hearts and souls for all eternity through our Savior, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, God, for giving us eternal life through the precious shed blood of Christ. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, scrolling down through the letter, I do use the Sunday prayer letter for the script for the show, so uh, I try to stick to the script, but oftentimes I get off to the left or get off to the right. Sometimes I actually get into the ditch. (laughs) Sometimes it's kind of hard to get back out of that ditch. So I try to stay up on the road, and that road is the Sunday prayer letter. So the following is our summary outline of scriptures for this week of preaching. July 18, Sunday prayer letter. The time is, part one will be Sunday, Revelation 1-3, also scriptures 1-3. through uh, What I'm doing, uh, let me, a little side note here all of a sudden. I have one verse for the part Then next to that one single verse for the day, I have the context, I guess you could say, of scriptures that kind of give you a better, fuller picture of what I'm referring to instead of just that one single verse, such as Revelation 1-3. In this example, which is part one on Sunday, the one verse is Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, and right beside that, is actually the verses 1 through 3, not just number 3. It'd be 1, 2, and 3. I hope that makes sense. Uh, If you're looking at the letter, it makes sense, but listening to it, it may not make sense. I hope it does. So we'll just continue here. And part 2 will be Monday, Mark 13, 33, with the verses 32 through 37. Part 3 will be Tuesday, 1 Corinthians 7, 29, with the verses 25 through 40 and part four will be wednesday first peter 4 17 with the scriptures 17 through 19 and part five thursday will be haggai chapter 1 verse 2 and it will actually be all of chapter 1 and all of chapter 2 and haggai it's only a two-chapter book part six friday will be revelation 22 10 and scriptures 6 through 10 Gospel Evangelist Church uses the King James Bible for all Scripture references. Amen. If you would like, uh, you may view our street preaching videos for this letter on our video channel. For desktop, it's youtube.com in my name. So it's forward slash J-O-H-N, John, last name C-H-O-Q-U-E. Or for the mobile, just put an M dot before the youtube.com forward slash my name, John, C-H-O-Q-U-E. And God willing, we'll be teaching and preaching on these six parts throughout this week. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) Amen. Boy, sometimes preaching out there on the street can be quite uh, interesting. I do a lot of moving about. I'm at 37 different locations in the state of Colorado, covering 10 cities currently, working six days a week. I'm averaging... Right uh, Since January 1st, I'm averaging right at 25 hours of preaching and ministering, holding the banner and preaching and teaching and doing what I do. Uh, The 25 hours is simply only the banner uh, flying. It is not the travel time. It's not the prayer time. It's not the study time. It's not 
and it, it's not the church time. It's nothing except the banner. So 25 hours a week, my goal is to put over 1,000 hours on the street preaching and ministering. So if I can average 25 hours a week uh, and with things going on in the world, uh, we should be able to clear our 1,000 hours for this year. We did last year. Uh, I think we cleared it last year. Now I'm not sure, <laughs> but it's all recorded on my website. You can go to Street Preaching Results. I have 2019, I have 2020, and I'm currently working on 2021 Street Preaching Results. And it's, it's easy to find. You can look there, and, and I keep it updated every day. Sometimes it'll go for a couple days, like today. It's been a two or three days because it just so much is going on. And I, um, I use that website kind of as a central portal for all my information. So everyone can go to the same address as John C H O Q U E dot org. In that is my that's where my server is that I I use. And in that server it is partitioned out with Gospel Evangelist Church on that server. I haven't separated the two. So if you go to gospelevangelistchurch.org or dot com some browsers will say that doesn't exist, but it does exist. It's just on my server, and it's not been separated. It's a, a security feature that they they have out in the Internet now that didn't used to be there. And um, But once you save that address, it usually just keeps you going there all the time uh, for those who are Internet savvy. All right, so getting back into our letter here, we'll get started here by saying this letter will be shortened outline type of letter. What I mean is I will be placing scriptures here in the letter for all to read and study on their own. Then each day of this week, hopefully, the Holy Ghost will teach us on these holy scriptures. There are so many things going on in the Christian world that may not be correct. Therefore, to gain the proper wisdom and understanding and knowledge, we must go to the Word of God to gain the standard of the word of truth. Uh, note that there are things going on that could detour, deter, <laughs> sorry, big word. <laughs> it's actually a small word, D-E-T-E-R, deter the believer in thinking all is just fine and life just goes on. In living for the Lord Jesus, our life should appear and be visible to change and toward the high calling of God on our lives. When we look at our lives after some time has passed, we should clearly see that we have grown in faith and grown in love of God and also have grown in wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. All this is Godward, not vanity as the Holy Scriptures record in 2 Peter 2.18. And I'll read it to you. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lusts of the flesh, through much wantonness, those that were clean, escaped from them who live in error. That was 2 Peter 2.18. Everyone should have that underline or bookmarked in their... <laughs> in their Bible, just to double-check it occasionally. Whenever a man seeks out his own direction and will, in comes the opposition to the gospel of Christ. At first, it looks like the real true word, 
then in the process of time, life begins to appear different, not as holy and perfect in the grace of Almighty God. Beware, my friends, Satan is a deceiver. Again, as the holy, pure word of God records so perfectly, Titus 1.10, For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision. Second John 7, For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess that confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. And thus I conclude this portion of the this week's Sunday prayer letter with the last verse of the Holy Bible. I'm not done with the letter, I'm just gonna I just this is kind of a two part letter here. But I put Revelation twenty two twenty one and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So moving on into our letter now with the scriptures, I think I'll be simply placing the verses here, uh, even on the show, and then teaching them through the week rather than teaching them in the letter and even on this show. Uh, I'm going to take a little side note here. The reason I'm doing this is the letter, as I was, I've been working on this letter since uh, for the last five and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, it's my day off. And I uh, started working at 1 o'clock. It's 10 minutes to 7 now. So I started at 1 o'clock working on the letter. And it, the letter became so overwhelming. And I'll read it a little later in the letter here. But I had to really sh- cut it down. And so uh, that's why on this show and in the letter, it'll be very uh, briefed or shortened. Then out there on the street, I will hopefully, by the power of the Holy Ghost go through the letter in a more uh, teachable fashion, teaching on each of the scripture sections or parts. Amen. So I see that it's important for people to invest a little time. Let me move back up here a little bit more in this letter here. Moving on to our letter now with the scriptures, I think I'll be simply placing the verses here and then teaching them through the week. I see that it is important for people to invest a little time into reading the scriptures with the help of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Um, I'd like to add something on the show here, but I'm not going to. I just hope that you do take the time to read some of the verses here in the letter. Okay, amen. (laughs) That goes with me too. So July 18th, Sunday prayer letter. The time is. Every time I say that, I laugh because I remember, you know, decades ago, you always had to make a phone call and had to call time because our, all of our clocks, you know, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, would always get off track. And if you don't keep the actual time, you're always going to be off because time was goofy and just didn't stay on, uh, clocks didn't stay on time. And so you'd have to, like once a week, call the, time number and the lady on the recording would say at the tone the time is the you know <laughs> should give the time and I remember growing up as a kid it was that was like something we always loved to do at the beep the tone will be or the time will be <laughs> you know anyways the time is it always made me laugh when I started writing this uh, letter so uh, July 18th Sunday prayer letter titled the time is Part 1, Sunday, Revelation 1-3. And once again, I'm only going to read that one verse. Uh, 
and not verses 1 through 3, because this could become a massive letter. I told the Holy Spirit that this is like a month's worth of teaching if I put all the scriptures in the letter. So uh, I, they're not in the letter. <laughs> okay. So Revelation 1, 3, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Uh, a little side note here in the show. Uh, as you notice, we're doing Revelation again, and we're using the time is title in the book of Revelation because the Holy Spirit directed me last week uh, as I was preaching through the week on the book of Revelation that I will be continuing in the book of Revelation. And this morning, I also picked up that I will be teaching the next week coming up in the book of Revelation. And as we, as I said here a couple months ago, the whole summer will be on the, will have the theme of giving. And, and if you look at the title or the theme of giving, and giving is not money, <laughs> it's everything in your life. You're giving your entire life to the Lord Jesus Christ. You can see that if you do the, uh, the hierarchy of giving at the top, and if you go through all of our letters and all of our teaching and all of our videos and podcasts through the, for the last, I don't know, since May, I think, uh, it, you can see it expands and expands and expands under that covering of giving. And uh, it's, it's difficult to see if, you, if, you, if, if you're up really close, but if you step back, you can kind of see that the roof is giving, and underneath the roof is, is all the scriptures that we've been going through. And uh, it's somewhat obscure, but it is there. It really is there, okay? Um, let's scroll down and back into our letter here, July 18th, Sunday prayer letter. The time is, part two, Monday, Mark 13, 33. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for ye know not what the time is. <laughs> the time is. So the idea with our teaching for this week, there's another sidebar, sorry, uh, for the idea of teaching for this week and possibly next week as we begin in the book of Revelation as a sort of a uh, door or a platform to stand on, and then we go into the other books of the Bible as we stand in the book of Revelation. And we'll go into the rest of the Bible, I mean, from Genesis all the way, and we'll see how Revelation is really a culmination of all the Scriptures from the very beginning of Genesis 1-1 right into the very last verse of Revelation, which I've mentioned in the letter here. Uh, it should be really interesting. I'm hoping uh, that the Holy Ghost <laughs> begins showing more people what I see, because I see a lot. And that's the problem I had earlier. I see too much. <laughs> so I'll get back into our letter now. July 18th, Sunday prayer letter. The time is part three, Tuesday. 1 Corinthians 7.29 But this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as though they had none. <laughs> July 18th, Sunday prayer letter. The time is part four, Wednesday. 1 Peter 4.17 For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God, and if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? 
So July 18th, Sunday prayer letter, the time is part five, Thursday. Haggai chapter one, verse two. Haggai 1, 2, Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, This people say, The time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. <laughs> that is, you know, this is a side note. That's going to be a great uh, day there, Thursday. We're actually going to do, in one day, in about 20 minutes or 30 minutes at the most, I'm actually going to go through the entire book of Haggai. It's only two chapters. Uh, let's see, I don't know, 30 or 40 verses, 50 verses. I'm not sure exactly. I counted them up, but I forgot it now. And uh, that should be a real interesting Thursday. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that because Haggai is a very fascinating small little book that many don't even know it's there. So part six will be on Friday, Revelation 22.10. This Friday, I'll be in Longmont. Longmont is the fourth Friday. Uh, when I go to Longmont, it is the fourth Friday of the month. And uh, on the fourth Friday, I go to Longmont, and this is where I'll be preaching, Revelation 22.10. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. And uh, this month, uh, July, we actually have five Fridays. And I remember a couple years ago when the, I asked the Lord, I says, Lord, there's five Fridays on this month. What do I do with the fifth Friday? Because <laughs> I didn't know what he wanted me to do as he was building my schedule out here a couple years ago. And he said, on the fifth Friday, I want you to go to the state line of Colorado, uh, the four state lines, the north, the south, east, and the west, and preach at the gate of the state or near the gate of the state. Uh, I realize up north someone... Uh, told me that Fort Collins wasn't the gate, is a town called Wellington. And I didn't know that. I, uh, one of the challenges I have is transportation. I don't drive anymore, so I have to work with uh, the public transportation system. And uh, so I saw Fort Collins is the town for me to go to. Uh, next week, uh, the last week of July, uh, there is a fifth Friday. So uh, I'll be leaving on Monday and traveling out to Burlington, Colorado. It's on the Kansas-Colorado state line. It is the gate to the state. And I'll be preaching there all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, and all day Thursday. And a little bit Friday morning and catching Greyhound on back to Boulder. And I'll be returning Friday night. And then Saturday, I'll do my Sunday prayer letter. And I'll Sunday, I'll be back preaching as usual. So um, thank you for keeping me in your prayers. And thank you for your support and your love. Appreciate that so much. Because uh, God is doing something great in the state of Colorado. So let's go back into our letter here. As I was writing this letter, <laughs> here's, where I here's where I say something that I've been alluding to throughout the letter. So as I was writing this letter, I jumped off my chair and said, Holy Spirit, this is just too much. <laughs> I can't write all this. It's too much. I can't do this. And I was... <laughs> I was pacing up and down in the house here. I, then I sat back down after spending some time with the comforter and came up with what you see above or what you heard in this episode, number 70. Sometimes as a prophetic minister, I see too much. There is such a vast array of things that are going on in the world right now. And for some reason, mainly due to my calling and gift, I see too much at times. This has been something that has come and gone in my ministry over the decades. 
Most of the time, what the Holy Ghost shows or reveals to me is easy to grasp and minister on. However, there have been numerous times in my ministry life that this was not so. I can become overwhelmed with what God is doing. To help understand this, read all of Revelation very slowly. And if you are awake to the Spirit, you may understand some of Apostle John's overwhelming actions that overtook him at times during the revelation of Jesus Christ. Or you may not see it. I don't know. But let's finish in prayer. Holy Spirit, you teach us so very much and at times teach us things that are overwhelming. However, in the teaching of the word of truth, you show us our weakness and our need to trust in the Lord with all our heart and not lean on our own strength or abilities. We love you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for providing comfort and assurance that we are the children of God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And in our Savior's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. So my letter is signed full of the Holy Ghost with my initials JC for John Shuck. Below, below my initials, I have four scriptures today, Luke 4.1. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Acts 6, 3, Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you, seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Acts seven fifty five, But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Acts 11.24, For he was a good man, and full of the Holy Ghost, and of faith, and much people was added unto the Lord. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letters, written Saturday, July 17th, 2021, at 6.25 p.m., Boulder, Colorado. It's written by John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, founding pastor, and missionary. Our missionary website is johnshuck, C-H-O-Q-U-E dot org. Our video channel is youtube.com forward slash john, C-H-O-Q-U-E. Subscribe to Letter, preacherjohn.ck dot page. The opportunity to give is work with John Shuck, C-H-O-Q-U-E dot com. God bless you, my dear friend. I love you very much. Bye-bye.